HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by the Dairy Farm Families of Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. Did you know that today Wisconsin produces more than 600 varieties, types, and styles of American, international style, and original cheese that win more awards than any other state or country? To learn more, visit eatwisconsincheese.com. I'm Erica Wides, host of Let's Get Real, the cooking show about finding, preparing, and eating food. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Welcome to Cutting the Curry, broadcasting live in the Heritage Radio Network. This is your host, Greg Blaze. Happy New Year, everyone. Today's episode is a rerun of special reporting our producer, Emily Acosta, put together last year at the Fancy Food Show in San Francisco. She interviewed cheesemakers, mongers, and other professionals, asking them some important questions about the state of cheese and where our industry is going. I'm headed to San Francisco in a couple weeks and hope to see many of you there. In the meantime, tune in next week for some new episodes of Cutting the Curd. This is Emily Acosta, Cutting the Curd producer, bringing you special coverage of the 2015 Winter Fancy Food Show in San Francisco. A few weeks ago, I flew out west to judge the Cheesemonger Invitational Competition, which always coincides with the winter and summer versions of the specialty food trade show. And I thought, why not bring Cutting the Curd with me while I catch up with old cheese friends and make new ones? So that's what I did. I basically walked up and down the aisles at the Fancy Food Show and accosted anyone who didn't run away from me when they saw I was holding a Heritage Radio Network handheld recorder. I asked everyone the same three questions. What's the most undervalued skill a cheesemonger or cheesemaker possesses? What's the most important issue in cheese right now? And what's your cheese prediction for 2015? I went in thinking I'd hear very similar answers from everyone, but surprisingly, I didn't. So without further ado, here are the answers to question number one. 
What's the most important or undervalued skill a cheesemonger or cheesemaker possesses? Hi, this is Stephanie Ciano. I'm from World's Best Cheese, and I'm out of Boston. I'm at the Fancy Food Show in San Francisco. And I think the most important underrated skill in a cheesemonger is um, product selection, having a wide variety of cheeses and having them well-chosen so you really make your case shine and differentiate yourself um, from everybody else out there. This is Sue Sturman from the Academy Opus Cassius. What is the most important or underrated skill a cheesemonger possesses? Um, I think doing a really good case set. Um, A case set that is readable and accessible, makes the cheese really accessible to the client, is workable by the staff, protects the cheese, conserves the cheese, and shows the cheese off to its best advantage. Hi, my name's Peg Smith, and I'm with Cowgirl Creamery, and I'm going to address the issue of the most underrated skill a cheesemonger might have, and I'm inclined to think it's how developed cheesemongers' palates are and how discerning they are with, with tasting and really trying to figure out flavor profiles and, most importantly, what cheese matches the customer. This is Sue Conley from Cowgirl Creamery out here in California. And the most undervalued skill a cheesemonger has is actually selling cheese. You know, we all get so wrapped up in uh, learning about cheese and connecting with cheesemakers. And that is all really important. But the actual, the connection with the customer and then the final sale is a very underrated skill. Hi, I'm Steve Millard with Murray's Cheese, Director of Buying. Um, what is the most important or underrated skill a cheesemonger possesses? Um, I would say it's a sense of humor. And uh, my 2015 prediction for cheese would be uh, sort of more back to the roots and farmstead cheese and connection to the producers and all there is great about cheese. Uh, I'm Gordon Edgar from Rainbow Grocery Cooperative in San Francisco. Um, And I think the most uh, underrated skill for a cheesemonger is probably the ability to read minds. The the ability to, like, when somebody comes to the counter and they're asking you for something that isn't at all what they want, that you have to figure out what they actually want and help them through the process. My name is Coulter Hansen, and I'm with Charlitos Cocina. Uh, the most important or underrated skill a cheesemonger can possess, I think, is a uh, an empathy for their customer base. You need to be able to understand your customer, not only um, what they are in looking for or what they want, but what they don't even know that they want or what they don't know that they need. You have a, As a cheesemonger, you have the ability and the the luck to have so many products at your disposal and be introduced to so many different things that most people in the public don't necessarily get to try or don't have the uh, um, exposure to see. So you have to be able to um, find that right thing for that customer that they might not have ever tried before or don't even know that they want. All right. This is uh, Andreas Levi from Rainbow Grocery. I'm a cheesemonger. And I'm going to answer the question, what is the most important or underrated skill a cheesemonger possesses? Uh, to me, I think it's reading the customer and doing so in such a way where you empower them and not just like, you know, because fancy means something different to a lot of different people. And um, when you when you kind of read the customer and you realize where they're coming from, you get to um, maybe educate them about cheeses they might not have you know not normally known or picked up. You can form a bond, and that's a, definitely the most important thing is is forming a bond with the customer, and, and you do that first by reading them. So. 
that's that's my two cents, but yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Lassa Skinner. I am co-owner of Culture Magazine and founder. Uh, I'm also a cheesemonger out in the Napa Valley and the Bay Area. The most important skill a cheesemonger should have is customer service. Number one, above all things, you are working, selling cheese to the public. And you need to read your customer, listen to your customer above all, and not force things on them, but actually listen to what they like and don't like. And work with them, be polite, care, and never ever think that what you do is not important to them and to the whole profession. But number one, you are a cheesemonger, meaning that you are in customer service. My name is Marnie Clark, and I am from Cheese Cave and DTLA Cheese in downtown Los Angeles. And the most important quality for a cheesemonger, I believe, is personality and charisma. Uh, Anybody can learn cheese. Anybody can do it. You can sit down with a pile of books. just takes time and tasting. But what you really need in order to sell cheese is to connect to the customer, uh, talk to them to make sure that you're listening to what they're looking for, what their event is, and really have that relationship with the customer so that they feel comfortable. Uh, cheese can kind of seem overwhelming when a customer comes in and looks at the case. But if you're approachable and they think you're fun, they want to hang out with you, and it ends up being um, almost like getting coffee with a friend over the counter. And so I think that that's, that's something that you can't really teach somebody. They just have to have that, that personability. I'm Andy Hatch, the owner and cheesemaker of Uplands Cheese in Dodgeville, Wisconsin. And I'm standing here in uh, the Moscone Center in San Francisco for the Fancy Food Show. The most important skill a cheesemonger needs to possess is uh, is flair and, and style. I think, you know, memorizing information about cheese, without that, uh, you're lost, but uh, you have to create a fun, uh, attractive uh, experience for the customer, and that takes um, charisma and, and flair and style. Uh, opposite end of the spectrum, most important uh, trait in a cheesemaker is... Uh, a, a lack of style is being, you know, uh, concentrating on the same details over and over again, which isn't everybody's cup of tea, but um, it's the trait you find in all the best cheese makers. Jeremy Stevenson, Springbrook Farm, Farms for City Kids Foundation. So I think that a very important and underrated skill of a cheesemaker is to have a discipline to repeatedly do the same thing over and over again. And uh, that's so important to consistency. But at the same time, we have to remain alert on every level, you know, both in terms of just safety in the plant, but also watching the milk, understanding what's going on with the make, and not falling asleep even though you're doing something that you've done over and over again. So we have to be flexible and know when to be flexible, but it's very important consistency that we do the same thing over and over again. I'm David Leonardi with the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board, and I've been with the board for a number of years. Let's just leave it at that. As far as what's most important, as far as a skill of the cheesemaker or underrated skill of a cheesemaker is, uh, as you may or may not know, milk changes with the weather. And consequently, the cheesemakers have to know how that milk has changed to make their finished goods. So they really 
do an outstanding job of it, and it's probably much undervalued. Hello, my name is Adeline Jurat. I'm the cheesemaker at Vermont Creamery. What is the most important skills for um, cheesemaker to possess? Um, cheese technology and how to make a consistent cheese all year long so customers uh, have productivity and they know that no matter when they buy it, it's going to be great and it's going to be the same, uh, close to the same, even if there is uh, seasonal variation due to the milk that changed throughout the seasons. Okay, so I'm Stacy Hedges from uh, Hampshire in England and I make Tunworth cheese um, and the answer to your question, which is what is the most important or underrated skill in, that a cheesemonger possesses, I think there's um, a huge lack of knowledge in the chemistry behind cheesemaking. So I think um, we need to invest in some training for cheesemakers on the chemistry, the microbiology, um, and you know how cheesemaking actually works. Paula Lambert from the Mozzarella Company in Dallas, Texas. The most important or underrated skill that a cheesemaker or cheesemonger possesses is patience. Hi, my name is Jessica Sennett, and I am the inventor and founder of Cheese Grotto. And um, today we're talking about what is the most important or underrated skill a cheesemonger possesses. I would say that cleanliness. <laughs> Just because I think it is very important to keep uh, a cheese shop very clean and maintain it. And I think that, you know, it's important for a cheesemonger to understand the products. Um, those kind of go hand in hand, I would say. Understanding the product, products that you're selling and also maintaining and cleanliness standards. Hi, I'm Mary Keene, and I think the most important thing in cheesemaking is dishwashing. So it's all about being clean and same thing behind the cheese counter. I think, um, you know, food health and safety, you can have a great product, but if it makes somebody sick, it's not a good thing. I'm Davide Fiori Gufanti from uh, Gufanti Formaggi Cheese uh, from Italy. Uh, we are a cheese uh, affineur, so we take care about cheeses uh, during all their life. In a cheesemaking process, uh, and in our case, in a cheese uh, ripening uh, process, uh, it is too important for us uh, the knowledge of what you are touching or what you are doing. So for a cheesemaker, starting from a good milk, how you can handle it in order to coagulate it to become a, the best cheese as possible. For a cheese ager like we are, for a cheese ripener like we are, for an affineur, how to touch it, how to take care about the cheese. We consider the cheeses like children, if I can say, and so you have to take care about the children. Also when children cry, also when children um, want something that you cannot give them. Also, this is a maybe silly example, but uh, it's just to say that uh, you have to take care about the cheeses in every, every day, in every moment of its life. And cheese, like uh, uh, the animals that gives the milk to produce cheese, have no holidays, they have no Sundays, they, they have no Christmas or Easter. So every day you have to take care about them. So a great knowledge about what you are touching and what you are handling is extremely important. This is Nora Weiser. I'm the executive director for the American Cheese Society. 
probably the most important underrated skill, if I really think about it, again, both for makers and mongers, would be the ability to make connections, connections with their customers, but also connections between the disparate parts of the cheesemaking process uh, and the sales process. So maybe for a cheesemaker, not just knowing how to make the cheese, but understanding how, you know, starting with the land, how things impact the cheese, and then on the monger side, um, knowing the cheesemakers and knowing their process and, and bringing that to the consumers. So I think that ability to step back and take a big picture view and connect those dots is, is really important. My second question was a bit tougher. What's the most important issue in cheese right now? There were some recurring themes and some surprising answers. Here's some food for thought. The most important issues in cheese today. David Grimmels, a cheesemaker at Rogue Creamery. And the most important topic in cheese today is a topic of sustainability, a focus on the practices that are including a consciousness towards environment and conservation of resources and a connection with the dairy and understanding organic and sustainable practices throughout the process, from start, from the milk, and through the process of cheesemaking. That's the big topic today. Hi, good day. This is Martin Boss. I'm uh, the fourth-generation owner of Boska Holland. And in my eyes, the most uh, important thing in cheese nowadays is that cheese, uh, we have to believe that cheese is cool, and we got to make it cooler by sharing knowledge, sharing knowledge about how to eat cheese, uh, not only into detail, but more the basics in Europe, the basics in the US about how to eat cheese in different ways, melting, fondue, raclette, uh, curling cheese, grating cheese, all these items are so important for the education and actually to grow the cheese business together. My name is uh, Siegfried von frankenberg Lou, but everybody calls me Ziggy. Uh, I am originally from Wisconsin, now in California. Uh, I've worked at a variety of shops. Most recently, I managed Cowgirl Creamery in San Francisco before taking uh, five months to, to travel Europe and study cheesemaking. The most important topic in cheese for cheese today, I think, is education. I think uh, education is the biggest thing we all need to focus on. Not just education of cheesemongers, but the education of the public, uh, whether it be mold, raw versus pasteurized. I just think education and, and open conversations about cheese are what is going to be the most important thing coming up. Hi, I'm Jessica Sennett, and I am the inventor slash owner of Cheese Grotto. Um, so we're talking a little bit about what is the most important topic in cheese for cheesemongers today. I would say that it's still uh, very important for cheesemongers to know about how to store cheese and that, you know, basically how to maintain it and um, all the topics that are surrounding that. So, you know, right now we're having a lot of discussion about, obviously, the way that cheese is aged, um, and then how that uh, is related to flavor and flavor profiles. Um, and I think that that kind of 
strikes at the heart of a lot of the issues that are addressed when you're a cheesemonger selling cheese at the counter. Um, and it also comes into the bigger discussion about what's going on with, um, you know, uh, cheese maintenance in general and bacterial and mold development. And are those good? Are those bad? And how do you tell the difference? And uh, the monger really uh, steps in at that moment to, to educate people through that taste and that process. So the more they know about that, um, the better and stronger I think the industry will be. So. I'm Caroline Hostetler with Quality Cheese. We are importers of very fine, high-end Swiss cheeses. Um, the most important topic in cheese today is, in my opinion, to point out the health benefits of cheese. I want people to understand cheese, well-made cheese, real cheese here, especially in the United States, properly. Cheese is, a, as I said, a very healthy food product. It um, is a food product that is very traditional, very simple, yet very complex at the same time. I want people to get rid of their fear of fats. Fats are very healthy and very good for human bodies. And I absolutely want people to understand that by eating and consuming, buying well-made cheeses, cheeses made in a traditional, very old-fashioned way, that they support farmers and cheesemakers who lead a, a lifestyle that is traditional and very crucial for society. Cheese brings people together a little and it saves families it saves values so that's very important to me hello my name is Adeline Schwert I'm the cheesemaker at Vermont Creamery and uh, the most important topic in um, cheese for cheesemaker today is uh, food safety I think it's no, no matter how big or small we are, we got to make sure that not only we make a great, fantastic tasting cheese, but it's also safe for consumers. This is Nora Weiser. I'm the executive director for the American Cheese Society. I think that probably the most important topic right now for both makers and mongers is food safety. Uh, it's not a very sexy topic, but it is of utmost importance, not just to understand the regulations, but to understand how to achieve the results that are required um, for a cheesemaker, how to make their product the best and safest possible. And on the retail side, for mongers, how to handle that cheese properly and get it to the consumer. My name's Aaron. I'm from Forever Cheese. And uh, an important topic in cheese today is the issue of food safety and um, understanding understanding why it's important to learn about uh, the chemistry of cheese, uh, what kind of dangers. You know, it's an exciting, delicious product that we all enjoy. And the more that we understand how it is created um, and the things that could go wrong during that and the things that can go right during that, I think it just furthers us all as like ambassadors for this wonderful product. I'm Andy Hatch, the owner and cheesemaker of Uplands Cheese in Dodgeville, Wisconsin. And I'm standing here in uh, the Moscone Center in San Francisco for the Fancy Food Show. And uh, now that it's the beginning of 2015, uh, I think the most important topic in American cheese will probably remain food safety. That probably topped most people's list last year, and 
for me, uh, it, it does this year. Uh, there, there are other things I'd probably rather talk about first, but um, it's what everybody's talking about. I'm Will Furtman. Uh, I'm from The Monger, which is a new thing, uh, spinoff of Culture Magazine. And uh, the most important topic in cheese today is going to be, without a doubt, safety. HACCP. That's it. Hi, this is Sue Sturman from the Academy Opus Cassius. Um, the most important topic in cheese or for cheesemongers today, I think, really is the question of government regulations around E. coli, raw milk, um, import, export. I think those are, are, are things that really should be at the top of our concentration list. They they percolate down to absolutely every retailer, and we really need to be continuing through the ACS and through our own individual voices to be in contact with and educating our legislators. I'm David Leonardi with the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board, and I've been with the board for a number of years. Let's just leave it at that. Um, but the most important topic for cheese makers today is keeping pace with the federal government and their posture on wood. As we all know, a lot of cheese needs curing, and the federal government is really looking pretty heavy at that wood aspect, and it's it's a pretty critical thing to the industry. Hi, I'm Steve Millard with Murray's Cheese, Director of Buying. Most important topic for cheese, for cheesemongers today, I would say it's probably going to continue to be the FDA and issues with uh, sampling and uh, limits to E. coli. Uh, my name is Jess Perry. I work for uh, Beehive Cheese Company. Um, and my question that I'm going to answer is the most important topic in cheese today. Uh, and I think uh, for here in the United States, I think it's the protection and preservation of raw milk cheese and, um, you know, keeping it alive here in the States and finding a way to create that balance of um, with our inspectors and our regulators, as well as for our cheesemakers. I am Davide Fiori Gufanti from uh, Gufanti Formaggi Cheese from Italy. Uh, we are uh, cheese uh, affineur, so we take care about cheeses uh, during all their life. Uh, for us, uh, the most important uh, topic in cheese today is uh, um, the starting materials, the, the, the starting uh, uh, the, the points from where we start. So the milk, the milk is uh, um, extraordinary. It's very, very important. If a milk, if the milk, because the cheese is made with milk, salt and rennet, so it's coagulated milk nothing else. If the milk is not good, we think, in our opinion, that uh, you can have the best uh, technologies, the best knowledge, but uh, the cheese will not be so good as may be expected. This is the first point in which we strongly believe. Mathilde Grandot, uh, our company is a family company located in Normandy, and for us, the most important thing is the quality of the milk. I'm Jason Gale. I'm from Calendar Cheese Company from Australia. The most important topic in the specialty cheese industry in Australia is quality versus supply versus production quantities. Our industry over there has a number of artists and farmhouse producers. The ones that are doing the right thing and are really well have a really good balance of production quantity versus making sure they maintain their quality. Um, whilst there's a lot of others that um, are unable to provide the quantity required to meet demand, but also at different times um, when they try, they sacrifice the quality. So that's the number one issue in Australia at the moment. 
I'm Paula Lambert from the Mozzarella Company in Dallas. I think the most important topic in cheese today is quality. And I think it's very important to have very good milk, very good cheese-making skills, and very good uh, ingredients that go into your products. And so when all of these come together, you'll come out with an excellent cheese. My last question echoes something that was discussed in the first episode this year with Greg Blaze and Ann Saxelby. What are cheese predictions for 2015? As individuals, as employees and business owners, and as a community of cheese people, the new year signifies a time to reflect and set goals for the coming year. It's a time to try to work out all those cheese issues discussed in question number two. Whether these be cheese resolutions or cheese trends, here are some predictions for 2015. I'm Davide Fiori Gufanti from uh, Gufanti Formaggi Cheese uh, from Italy. And uh, in 2015, for uh, our side, so we are Italian, we are seeing that it will be, it's possible that uh, we will have less production, unfortunately, of goat. Because uh, goat milk in Italy is becoming, uh, high quality goat milk in Italy is becoming very rare. So for this reason, a lot of producers are trying to get goat milk from abroad. We as Gufanti are strong, we are strongly involved in maintaining Italian productions because we know the producers, we know the animals, and so we are able to understand if a product is correct or not. At least we think to, to, be, to be able to do that. So we will fight, uh, talking in terms of, uh, of job obviously, to, to be able to find again the correct goat milk, maybe in less quantities but uh, with the best quality. My name is Laura Worlin, and I am the author of Books on Cheese. So my prediction for 2015 when it comes to cheese is actually two things. One, I think we're going to see a whole lot more milk, mixed milk cheeses made in America. I think that's already, that's already happening, and I think we're going to see a whole lot more of that. I also think we're going to just see a whole lot more American cheeses once again, because unfortunately, it's what's bad news for the whole cheese industry, which is FDA coming down on imported cheeses. We're going to look within our own borders to make and, and buy more American cheeses. So those are the two things I think we're going to see in 2015. My name is Rachel Perez. I work for the French Cheese Club, and my 2015 prediction for cheese is lower prices coming out of Europe. Uh, Manuel Maia from Tradifoods Portugal, <laughs> being uh, an exporter for 16 years, uh, special specialities, uh, mainly cheese. My 2015 cheese predictions will be, well, the dollar is getting better <laughs> versus uh, euro mainly. So I believe people will have access to uh, cheaper uh, European cheeses. And so they will be willing to try cheeses that were two or three years ago much more expensive. There will be a more... Um, willingness, let's say, to, to go for a new challenge on cheese. And that includes, of course, the Portuguese cheeses because, in fact, they're quite different from uh, most of the other European cheeses. Uh, Manuel Maia from Tradifoods, Portugal, um, being uh, an exporter for 16 years, uh, special specialities, uh, mainly cheese, uh, my uh, 2015 cheese predictions will be, uh, well, the dollar is getting better <laughs> versus uh, euro mainly. So I believe people will have access to uh, um, cheaper uh, European cheeses 
and so they will be willing to uh, try uh, cheeses that were um, two or three years ago much more expensive and um, there will be a more um, willingness let's say to um, to go for a new challenge on cheese and that includes of course the Portuguese cheeses because in fact they are quite different from Uh, most of the other European cheeses. Jason Hines, Neil's Yard Dairy. My prediction, my cheese prediction for 2015 will be that we'll suffer another six months of agony as the FDA continues to intercept cheeses on a weekly basis, raw milk cheeses. Um, and the prediction is that at the end of all of that, we'll be in the same place, which is that raw milk cheese of 60 days will be allowed to continue to come into the States, that it will neither be increased or reduced, and all that work will have been for naught. I'm David Leonardi with the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board, and I've been with the board for a number of years. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, and ultimately, uh, something new for 2015, I could say more of the same, but what I'd like to say is more new, more new. It keeps us going. And uh, Paula Lambert, Mozzarella Company in Dallas. Uh, any 2015 cheese predictions? I think that they're just going to be better and better cheese from all over the world. Hi, I'm Steve Millard with Murray's Cheese, Director of Buying. My 2015 prediction for cheese would be uh, sort of more back to the roots and farmstead cheese and connection to the producers and all there is great about cheese. Hi, this is Sue Sturman from the Academy Opus Cassius. My prediction for the cheese industry in 2015 is I think we're going to continue to see um, the growth of the professionalization of cheese, um, cheesemongering in particular, um, and, I, and I see it expanding worldwide. Um, I think there are possibilities for um, the CCP program to be expanding worldwide. It, at the Academy, we're seeing people coming from Australia, the United States, Canada, Uh, the United Kingdom, and even Mexico. Uh, I got a call from someone from Azerbaijan last week, uh, and I really think that there's a great deal of interest in professionalizing what we do. Hi, I'm Jessica Sennett, and I am the owner-founder of Cheese Grotto. And uh, we're talking about 2015 predictions for cheese. I would say that this coming year in cheese is going to be very informational and educational um, for the industry at large. There's a lot of bigger conversations going on with uh, regulations and then the industry kind of coming up and, and actually having a voice in that. And so that's a very exciting thing. And um, I also hope that the Cheese Grotto will be a very good way to educate people about these topical issues of Of, um, cheese storage and maintenance and um, the curation process and the experience. So, you know, it's going to get stronger. It will get stronger, the whole industry this year. Hello, my name is Adeline Chouriat. I'm the cheesemaker at Vermont Creamery. Any prediction for 2015? Um, I have a secret for you. I think uh, Wrinkly Cheese is, is going to rock 2015. <laughs> I'm Andy Hatch, the owner and cheesemaker of Uplands Cheese in Dodgeville, Wisconsin. And I'm standing here in uh, the Moscone Center in San Francisco for the Fancy Food Show. My cheese prediction for 2015 is that uh, 
the White House will uh, host foreign diplomat and, and cheese will be the, uh, the centerpiece of the reception. This is Nora Weiser. I'm the executive director for the American Cheese Society. And my prediction for 2015 is that ACS Cheese Camp in Providence, Rhode Island is going to be our best event ever. And I hope everyone will be there. Thanks for tuning in to this special episode recorded from the Winter Fancy Food Show in San Francisco. Special thanks to World's Best Cheese, Stephanie Ciano and Shelley Morton. I also have to give a shout out here to Matt Riley, this year's winner of the Cheesemonger Invitational. Can't wait for our cheese journey to England in April, where I'll also be reporting for Cutting the Curd. Stay tuned for that. Till next time, everyone. This is Emily Acosta for HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a member-supported nonprofit organization broadcasting over 30 live shows a week. To learn more and donate, visit our website or connect with us on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram for more. Thanks for listening.